everyone, welcome to episode two of series three of Movie Madness with Tom and Jono. I am Jono, he is Tom. How are you doing, mate? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good, good. I, I normally say, um, no, no, I don't, no, I don't say our surnames, do I? Mm. Do I normally? Oh, maybe you do actually, yeah, with Tom Bat and Jonathan Watson. Maybe you do, yeah. Do I? Shall I start again? Hello and welcome to Movie Madness with myself, Jonathan Watson, and my good friend Tom Bat. There he is. How are you doing, Tom? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, see, I, I, you know, maybe I should try it again, but this time do it more, um, you know, maybe more of a, a critique kind of vibe. You know, do it more like a, like a proper film show. Like, hello, you're listening yeah. to Movie Madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more like, okay. Hello and welcome to Movie Madness with myself, Jonathan Watson, and my good friend, uh, Mr. Thomas Bad. Uh, we will be talking about the film The Departed. Uh, it's a film by Mr. Martin Scorsese uh, and is a fantastic traditional thriller uh, based around a police force and some crooks. It features the likes of Jack Nicholson, Leonardo DiCaprio, Ray Winstone, Mark Wahlberg, Alex Baldwin, others. Matt Damon? <laughs> Matt Damon. The bird from Up in the Air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what, what works better? I was just imagining us. It would be like we'd be sat on a stage in suits, black and white, cigarettes. Yeah. Yes, well, I found the film very, very shocking, the violence included. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I went and saw the film The Departed, I didn't realise it was talking about the death um, departed. <laughs> I thought it was a film about uh, a car carrying a caravan and the car was departed from the caravan. Uh, they were no longer together and it was a film about a car trying to get the caravan connected back on to the back of the car uh, I was deeply embarrassed when I brought the caravan club to come and see it there were no caravans <laughs> no caravans at all uh, and we were all deeply deeply shocked and horrified with what we saw I don't think uh, you can get much better than The Departed um, as a thriller in recent years. Yeah. I think, um, personally, The Departed is in my top three favourite films of all time. Of all time? Of all time. Because I know we were... It's a big statement. We were talking about this before, because you haven't you, you haven't seen Departed for a bit, have you? No. So, is there a reason for that, Tom? Just, I bought it on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. I just haven't got around to watching it again. It's such a good film, mate. I've seen it so many times now. I can't actually watch The Departed for a while now because I know it so well. Yeah. <laughs> because I've actually seen it so many times. Um, I'd, I'd absolutely love it. I think the cast is one of the greatest casts. It's a good cast. star cast. Yeah. I think been. it was the first film I saw with Leonardo DiCaprio where I was like, this guy, this can, guy act. can act. Yeah. This guy has put aside the whole Titanic. Romeo and Juliet, Titanic, yeah. I'm a pretty boy leading man. Yeah, and now I can actually do proper serious decent roles. Yeah, and, and also I, I'm, I know Leonardo DiCaprio has constantly been working, mm. 
but I don't really remember much since Titanic to The Departed to do with DiCaprio. Um, I don't. Re- did catch me? Oh, if catch you me can. if you can. Yeah, yeah, of course. Catch um, me if you can. I don't know when the Aviator was. I don't know if that was after. Yeah, I didn't. Do you know what? I didn't really watch the Aviator. Seen the Aviator. Um, so for me, it was just kind of like he was off the radar a bit. Blood for Diamond. Me. It was all right in Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond was actually around the same time as uh, Departed because he yeah. was nominated. I, this is what I've been told, but I don't know whether this is true. No, I read something like this that yeah. he was he nominated agreed for not both. to be nominated. Yeah, he was nominated for the Departed yeah. because they felt that there wasn't really a clear leading man. Yeah, so he, he felt it would be unfair if he was nominated and no one else was. So he instead, so instead uh, got nominated, nominated for Blood for Diamond. Diamond. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember, but I mean, the the producers of The Departed, um, one of the producers thinks that he's the best actor possibly ever. Uh, DiCaprio. <laughs> I mean, ever? Possibly ever. The entire he's, history of the world? Mm, yeah. I, I, do you know what? I, I actually rate DiCaprio very highly. And since, oh, no, I do rate him Since highly. then yeah. as well, he definitely deserved to win the Oscar for The yeah. for, for the Revenant. Finally, like he won so. I don't yeah. think The Revenant's DiCaprio's best role oh, either. No. I think I actually think The Departed is DiCaprio's best role. I feel like The Revenant role. was a case of... Uh, it's time. ...missed out. It probably should have awarded him maybe for Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah, he probably should have won it for good that. Good in that, and they kind of thought, "Ah, oh, shit! Well, we're going to have to give him for this one now." We've got to, yeah. Which I think is the same with Scorsese winning Best Director for *The Pirate*. Hmm. It's a good film, hmm. and yeah, maybe he did deserve to win an Oscar for it, but he probably should have won it for *Goodfellas*. Oh, definitely. Years definitely. before, and it felt like *The Departed was them saying, "Look, we fucked up." Yeah. The Goodfellas thing. We acknowledge that you... You probably should have won it for that. Yeah. This film is pretty much as good. Yeah. So we'll give it you for this. Yeah. We're making up for last time. Yeah, it does... Yeah, could, you, you might well be right there. Because um, I think... And maybe even Taxi Driver. I do think yeah. Goodfellas and Taxi Driver are better than The Departed. Do you? Yeah. I t- In terms of Scorsese this, films. There's a lot of... Um, I mean, there's a lot of people who have different opinions on. I, I think they're oh, yeah, great it's films. Changes. Yeah, it's always, that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I can't still like the. Department. I can't I'm not um, saying the Departed is a shit. Film. No, because I, I can't argue with that statement either. Because Taxi Driver and Goodfellas are classics. Yeah. I mean, in particular, I mean, Goodfellas. Like, I love Goodfellas. I, I probably like Goodfellas more than I like Taxi Driver. But yeah. Taxi Driver is such an iconic film. I think. You know, yeah. if a lot of people doing like film studies would probably at some point at least discuss Taxi Driver, if not watch the film. Mm. You know, there's a lot of people. I mean, it's such think, such an iconic. I mean, I know we're this is one of the films we're doing later on. Yeah, in the series, I don't want to go into too much detail, but I'm, you know, obviously you've got some classic lines in that. I think film Taxi well. Driver wouldn't be what it is without Robert De Niro. Either. No. And I think that's that if whole thing. If you had anyone thing. else in that role, probably wouldn't be as classic. I, f- I feel like it was kind of a bit of The Departed was kind of like a passing of the torch in a way. Um, Scorsese going, yeah. g- going right, okay, I'd, obviously I've worked with the likes of De Niro in the past. De Niro and Scorsese. Yeah, and it now feels and like it was like... always Scorsese, DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah it does. I'd, I'd really like to see... I, I know we've spoken about this before in other... 
podcast, but I'd really love to see a Scorsese film with De Niro and DiCaprio in it. Apparently, there is something on the horizon. Yeah, with possibly Pacino as well, isn't it? And I think, they were trying I to think get, this is a different one as well. Oh, is this a different I think one? there's another film that they're planning, which yeah. would be Scorsese, De Niro and DiCaprio. Oh, really? Yeah. But De Niro being the De Niro that we love, not De Niro playing, you know, a, a role in some shitty comedy film. Yeah. I'm talking about De Niro... De Niro doing what he's best Godfather at. 2, De Niro Goodfellas, De Niro could, you know, th- these big roles. Yeah. Doing what he's De Niro for, yeah. you know. The reason he is probably, arguably, the greatest the actor. Great, oh. Possibly it's hard because actor. every time you say about someone you say you think, oh, actor, you think of someone like you you think, think Tom Hanks and you think yeah ah shit maybe yeah see for me it's hard to really say for you me just say one of the greatest yeah I mean for me I've always said like Tom Hanks is the greatest actor of all time for me because yeah. he, he does so many different genres and stuff so he's an all rounder um, but De Niro's definitely De Niro's up there. definitely up there He's definitely and then you've got like Pacino who'd be up there Marlon Brando Brando who's another great actor yeah. I mean there's there's so many great actors out there Jack Nicholson one of them who's also in this film The Departed yeah. um, who plays the role so well uh, he's so good as a villain yeah I mean there's that scene as well and he's such a good actor as well um, just like his method um, to mm. acting because uh, obviously we talk about De Niro and De Niro's the whole method actor where he'll do the Stanislavski yeah. thing and he'll he'll become he'll go and he'll study yeah whatever if he's playing a burger flipper he, he'll go and work in mcdonald's for exactly. like a month or whatever he'll mm. do it he'll, he'll you know get really get experience. into the role yeah. yeah um but i like i heard one of the scenes in the departed i don't know if you remember this one where it's nicholson and ray winstone um with dicaprio and they're mm. sitting in a i can't remember if it's a bar or a restaurant or something and it's Boston, so it's probably a bar. Probably, yeah. And uh, Nicholson stands up, and he's he's looking away. And the whole whole of that scene, DiCaprio didn't know what was going to happen. He had oh, okay. no idea. So he was actually like the character. It he was improv. Had no idea what was going to happen. He had no idea what was going to happen in that scene. He didn't know what what uh, Nicholson was going to do and Nicholson deliberately wanted the scene to be like that because it added more tension to the role because obviously he's looking for the rat and he's you know wondering whether DiCaprio could be the rat Um, and obviously DiCaprio is the rat in their you know so it's it's good because it builds more like you know tension which I think is brilliant I like it when people go outside the box with stuff yeah, because yeah. it gives Nicholson freedom because he can sort of he can play around with things a little bit, maybe do something different, yeah. or because he slams down on the it table longer than he should do. Yeah, it really make DiCaprio like, oh, what is he going to do? What is he going to do? Yeah, and really tense him up. He also does this classic Nicholson face in that scene as well. He's got, I got this fucking rat. That sort of grin. Yeah, and he, yeah. he actually looks like a rat. He does a facial expression that looks like a rat. It's just that, yeah, that nuts kind of yeah. thing that only we've said this several times. There's only one other person that I can think of that could go Nicholson, other than Nicholson. I'm sure you can guess who I'm talking about. Who can go Nicholson? 
who who else can be that crazy? Cage. Yes. That's the only person I can think yeah. of. In a comical way, Jim Carrey, but in a serious but way. In a way that almost, yeah. It, you find it funny at first, but almost frightens you a little bit. Yeah. Cage can do that sometimes. Yeah. When yeah, you think, definitely. is he doing this for a laugh or is he just it's fucking the, nuts? Yeah. Yeah. It's that kind of, that's another thing that I'd love to see. I'd love to see Jack Nicholson and Nicolas Cage together in a film. Yeah. That'd be brilliant. I think the world would explode. <laughs> Just, I think it would be fantastic. What director would want to take that on? Oh, Scorsese. Scorsese. Get Scorsese to do it. Get him to do it. Could do it. He's, worked with, could... he's worked with Cage before. Yeah. Done that, yeah. Yeah, I think, they, I think he could handle so he it. could handle it. I think Scorsese could handle anyone. If you can, hand, could, yeah. if you can handle working with the likes of De Niro... Yeah. ...then you could work with anyone. Joe Pesci and... If you can work with Joe Pesci... You can work with anyone. Yeah. yeah. Or anything. You can work with lions. Yeah. If you work with Joe Pesci. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Joe Pesci. Can you imagine that? De, uh, De Niro, DiCaprio and Joe Pesci. Yeah. And Pacino. And Pacino and Nicholson. And Nicholson. Fucking and Nicholas Cage. And Nicholas Cage. Oh my God, that's like a dream cast. Just in, just in a room and it's just... Like Reservoir Dogs kind of vibe. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they're just a team. Yeah. And they're just in a room. So That'd be amazing. Like a one room. We're doing Reservoir Dogs next we week, aren't we? Reservoir Dogs, yeah. That would... Maybe we could recast Reservoir Dogs. Oh, we should do... Yeah, let's do that right now. Let's recast Reservoir Dogs so with Mr. Any Mr. White other... would be Nicholson. You put Mr. White as Nicholson? Yeah. Would you? See, yeah. I'd put Mr. Mr. White for me would be De Niro. No, I'd have De Niro as Mr. Blonde. See, I would have had Nicholson as Mr. Blonde. Okay. I'd have done it the other way around. Um, Nicholas Cage would be orange. I would have had. I would have had DiCaprio as orange. Oh no! Wait, sorry, no, not orange. No, I'm thinking of pink. Nicholas oh, Cage pink. is pink. Yes, pink. DiCaprio Nic- is orange. Nicol- yeah. yeah, Nicholas Cage pink. Yeah, Nicholas Cage with that. pink. Yeah. Um, it's hard choosing blue and brown because you never really see much of them. Um, so probably have nice, uh, nice boy. Oh, nice guy Eddie. Nice guy, sorry, not nice boy. Nice guy Eddie. Uh, Joe Pesci. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Blue and brown. Um, blue, you hardly see anything of. And yeah. brown is Tarantino. Yeah, and he's so maybe we have Scorsese play brown. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then as blue, someone who who's in a lot of Scorsese films, perhaps, was was done Scorsese films, but is just going to play like a cameo in it. Ray Liotta, just to Ray Liotta, just to good. make a cameo, you know, appearance yeah. just for old times' sake. Yeah. So you have Liotta as, for, and then apparently Ray Liotta was supposed to be in The Departed. Was he? Yeah. He had to pull out because of other commitments. Ah. That's a shame. Yeah. We would have thought that Ray Liotta would have jumped to the chance of been working don't, with Scorsese yeah, I don't again. don't really know yeah. what he's really done. He since. did, uh, Ray Liotta did Observe and Report, uh, the Seth Rogen oh, yeah. film, which I actually like, but it is fucking weird. Have you seen that no. film? It's basically a comedy about a flasher, a guy okay. flashing. Seth Rogen plays a, uh, a mall cop type thing. Is this like the more entertaining Paul Blart 
<laughs> kind of. It's the it's the adult Paul Blart. The adult Paul Blart. Blart. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a there's a flasher and he Seth Rogen he wants to be a police officer, Seth Rogen, yeah. but he works as like a mall security guards kind of thing. Um and his aim is to get this flasher. Um and he also wants to try and get into the police force, but he's also got mental health issues as well okay so it's quite serious so it's 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 a dark it's a black dark comedy i'd say but it's worth watching it's fucking weird but there's good like michael peña's in it he's Uh, always good and he's always good aziz ansari's in it aziz ansari's good um he's a funny guy um but yeah it's definitely worth it's not it's probably not what you'd be expecting from a film especially a film with like seth rogan in as well well now i'm expecting something really extreme it's not extreme I wouldn't say it's extreme, but it's probably not exactly what you'd be expecting. Okay. Like if you if you knew nothing about the film before you watched it, it would be. A so bit it's not of your a, typical Seth Rogen. It's not your typical Seth Rogen film, right? But yeah, it's worth a watch. It's definitely okay. one of those films to tick off your bucket list so that you've watched <laughs> okay. it. And the bucket list was a film that Jack Nicholson, Nicholson was in. Yeah. And we're going back to the Departed. See, now. we always <laughs> manage to get back. That's what we do. Um, so. Who do you think is the best actor actually in the? But I'm not saying best actor as in like for their. No, you just mean in their filmography film. or anything. Yeah, just yeah. in this one. In film. this film, who do you think does the best job? Um, I'd probably have to say DiCaprio. Me too. Yeah, he has a lot to do in it. Yeah, and he has a lot of the dramatic scenes. He does. Matt yeah. Damon's all right in it. Matt Damon. I think Matt Damon. Gets a Matt Damon's a great ride. actor. He gets a bit of an easy ride in this film. Yeah, he does. Doesn't really have to do much. No, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, which is why it's I don't a bit think... of a cool cucumber throughout it. I like uh, Wahlberg's good in it. Yeah, I like Wahlberg and uh, Baldwin's yeah. relationship and stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, like nice B- Baldwin's plot. definitely the comedy in that film. Yeah, he's definitely the comical outlet. Yeah, um, he's like the relief, the comical relief, isn't he? Just yeah, for those moments, just to sort of yeah, let the audience relax a little bit. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to come over here a second? <laughs> um, yeah, I'd. I think I'd. Yeah, DiCaprio is definitely the best in that film. Um, but you can't get uh, much better as a bad guy than Jack Nicholson. No, you know he just. I mean, he plays he, it so he well. Find the Joker role. Yeah. Until Heath Ledger came along. Yeah. But again, I mean, there's still probably going to be a lot of people. I mean, for me, Heath Ledger's Joker's probably one of the greatest Heath Ledger's is better because it's more scary yeah Jack Nicholson's is just funny yeah it's but just it's that still... comic book style whereas Heath Ledger was like yeah this is a guy with serious mental issues yeah exactly <laughs> could actually kill you well Jack, Jack Nicholson as well like Heath Ledger had a lot of um, a lot of material to work with Whereas when Jack Nicholson took the part, the only rendition there'd ever been of the Joker before was the Adam West Joker. Yeah. You know, the Adam West Batman. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he, he he went down the comic book route more, whereas Heath Ledger went down a more yeah. grungy, and also, gritty... Tim Burton's kind of, Batman was a bit more comic booky. Yeah. Whereas Christopher Nolan's was like, yeah, this is set in the real world. Yeah. These are real people. Yeah, exactly. There's no sort of magic or... But there's still going to be a lot of stuff. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of people that still prefer Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yeah. There's still going to be a lot of people out there who, who like that. I think they're both better than Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't really... 
Yeah. There were parts of it that was kind of like... I mean, it was good that they kind of changed it. Mm. And they had their own style to it. The tattoos and that, they were cool. Yeah. The teeth and stuff. Yeah. Tried to take it. But I thought thing, maybe it didn't feel much like the Joker. The, the, that's the problem right. that Jared... I think Jared Leto basically had, you know, the, probably the hardest it thing to hard do there. Him, yeah. How can... Whoever was going to take that role on as the next joke rendition of the you've Joker after... come at it from a completely different angle. You've got to do something like this. Yeah. you yeah. Can, And you basically... You've, you've got to think to yourself, there's no... I, I can't keep thinking to myself I've got to try and match Heath Ledger you can't think about Heath no, Ledger you you've got to try and just take that out of your head and just go with something Which so is, fair play for taking the role because I think it was a brave move to take the Joker role and he really. wasn't even in it that much which made it harder for him to develop the character that much because he only had a few scenes it might have worked as well. yeah I mean it might might have actually worked better if they gave the Joker role to, some, to a no one nobody yeah you know Gone down, you know, give someone the opportunity to, you know, just have a go at be, you know, breaking into, yeah, into Hollywood, you know, without. Oh, Nicholas Cage would have been good. Oh, Nicholas Cage would have been brilliant. Be a good Joker. He would have been brilliant. Be like Nicholas, it's time for your makeup. No makeup. <laughs> like, I'm going like this. <laughs> yeah. I was watching a. I a just vi- need my face, and that's it. I was watching a video actually earlier of the, the the worst acted scenes of all time and the bees was was in there that's got to be number one right I I, I don't know where it was I but I know it was one of worse them. it's almost the thing about that scene is he must have known as he was performing it mm. this is shit <laughs> he must have even as he's saying the words he's thinking what the fuck am I doing it, well, yeah it, it doesn't it's that bad yeah it's not like one of those things where you did it and he watched it back and went oh didn't quite turn out as I thought no. I reckon in the moment he was thinking this is terrible yeah and even the director was probably standing there going this is terrible but <laughs> surely we can just why, they were why probably they... thinking opposite he was the director was thinking oh but Nicolas Cage obviously thinks this is good so we'll just go with it yeah and Nicolas Cage is thinking well the director hasn't stopped me so yeah. maybe he's liking this yeah Sure. Both of them are thinking this is shit. But most most like films, they they'll do like several takes as yeah. well. Was that, that was the best? Was that one. the best take? That was the best take. Or did they literally, like you said, did they just go, yeah, we'll go with the first first take and just go with that? I mean, maybe like, they did that. That was the first take, and they did that, and it didn't get any better. But that's like your that's <laughs> so your big. Thought, Let's just do the first one. That's like one of your big scenes of the film. Yeah, that's one of the like the big, a lot of people who would have seen the original Wicker Man would have gone. Well, we're building up to this. We're waiting for that kind of scene, yeah. So what the fuck? And you're were thinking, they... oh, they dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is that? <laughs> it's I mean, everything preceding that is shit anyway. <laughs> yeah. So whether you would have stopped watching by that point? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised anyone knows about that scene. I think the I'm only, surprised anyone actually watched it to the end. Well, to, to be honest, I think the only people, the only reason I know that scene is just from the the massive montages of Nicolas yeah, Cage exactly losing it. his shit. Yeah, that's on. The, <laughs> I think if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have known anything about the film. No, no, I wouldn't. But yeah, but still, I think Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he would be amazing, Cage. amazing as the Joker or the Riddler or someone like that. I, I love the Riddler. Out of all the Batman, I love Jim Carrey's Riddler. Yeah. I think he's the only person that could pull it off. I don't know if anyone else could do the Riddler. 
mm. without it becoming like the Joker. Yeah. Because Jim Carrey had that sort of Jokery style, but it, he toned it in a certain way that it was more yeah. comical than frightening. Yeah. Jim Carrey's one of those actors, though, where he's he's capable of doing serious stuff. Yeah. So he could he could have easily gone and played a role in the Christopher Nolan films. Could have done. Yeah. I wish that they did go down that route. Also, I really wanted uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt to have played the Riddler. There was speculation, I remember. Everyone said, he, oh, he's playing the Riddler. Instead, he's going to be Robin. Well, well, he's not going to be. He's not going to be because they ended yeah. the, 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 you know. But, yeah, it would have been good to have seen Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt. He's another great actor. Well, I, mean, I think would, would, he would suit a Scorsese film, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I think. I think he'd work well with Scorsese. Yeah. He's that kind of actor. Yeah. He's got a very DiCaprio-ish element about him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like he can do the serious roles. I think it's also that... It's that likability factor as well. I think a lot of people like DiCaprio. Yeah, he's just a very genuine down-to-earth guy. Yeah, a lot of people like like Joseph Gordon-Levitt as well. Puts the effort in. Yeah. Fair play. Fair play to you. Well done, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, We are fans. Well done, Joe and Leo. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, any interesting trivia, Tom? Some very interesting trivia for The Departed. Okay. I'm guessing there's a lot of people who should have played Um, roles. Is there many of them? I haven't actually got any of those. Have you not? No. I would have thought it was such a big cast like that. Scorsese seems like one of those guys that... If he he wants someone... he wants, and he'll get them. Yeah. Apart from Ray Liotta. And maybe except for Ray Liotta. <laughs> so apparently the scene where Jack Nicholson as Frank Costello throws cocaine over hookers. Yes. That was an idea by Jack Nicholson. It does not surprise me. And he also suggested wearing a strap-on for the scene with Matt Damon in the porn theatre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't surprise so, me. Yeah, that's Jack Nicholson for you. Yeah. Because what was it? He's like, uh, <laughs> <"Da!"> <laughs> <laughs> um, Ray Winston and Jack Nicholson did not get along with each other. Really? During filming, according to Ray Winston. Shit. Whether they do now, I don't know. But during filming. So what was that? Like that? Did he say why? No real reason. Well, they the bloody good actors. Because you wouldn't. That's yeah. That's the way it works, isn't it? Because I mean, like, The Notebook, yeah. Ryan Gosling and uh, Rachel McAdams. Hated each other. Did they? Despised each other. Really? During filming. Shit. Yeah. And yeah. You'd never know, you'd never would know. you? You wouldn't. They, yeah. Apparently they really hate each other. Really? Shit. Um, Jack Nicholson refused to wear a Boston Red Sox hat. Because he's not... Uh, he's, he's, he wore his New York Yankees hat instead. <laughs> It's like, he's, he's so you're from Boston. So he's happy but to you support the New York Yankees. He's happy to wear a dildo and chuck cocaine That's at, a good point, at, yeah. at horse, but he's, he's that dedicated to his love for the New York Yankees that he's like, even though it's a role, so he would, even if he didn't smoke, he would smoke yeah. a cigarette. If you played a, a character film, that was a chain smoker, he would put his life at risk. But he wouldn't but he wear wouldn't wear a hat for one scene. Well, you've, I, I suppose you've got to respect his his love for the New York Yankees. I mean, what if they got a New York Yankees hat with the badge mm. 
and then they just stuck a Red Sox badge over the top. Yeah. So he's still wearing a New York he'll Yankees hat. He'll know that he's, he's wearing still it. touching a New York Yankees hat. But as far as we're concerned, it's Boston Red Sox. Yeah. That's, that's You'd have to ask Jack that. Jack, ask Jack. Mr. Nicholson. Give us a call. Yeah, give us a call. Let us know, um, you know, why you would throw cocaine at hookers, but you wouldn't wear a hat. But you wouldn't wear a hat. Let's do it. Uh, apparently the screenwriter envisioned a sequel to the film, which is yeah. interesting because we're going to come up with our own sequel. We are. Uh, he said that it would have overlooked aspects of the first film. Right. Such as political corruption. Um, but it would have gone in a different direction to the because this is based on a Korean film, I think. Right. Called Infernal Affairs. Okay. And so this is a remake. Yeah. And that film had sequels, but his film would have gone in a different direction. Right. And he said that Mark Wahlberg's character would have been the lead in that film in the sequel. Right. Okay. So that would have been interesting. It would have been interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it would have possibly gone away from the Oscars though there you know like the, the first film was clearly going to be up for Academy Awards mm. I don't know if you maybe took because I like Mark Wahlberg but I think Mark Wahlberg's films a lot of his films tend to go more to the you know cin- you know more the, the more masses the, the mainstream mainstream yeah. yeah mainstream cinema I don't know whether it would necessarily get the nod or the know, approval yeah, from mean, the Academy I think it's just because it's Mark Wahlberg no one takes him seriously um, yeah he's a good actor he is but they sort of I don't know they look at me and think that's ah, just Marky Mark still yeah just yeah, I don't he's know. not an actor I don't know I just started I mean he's I, done stuff like Patriot's Day and yeah. Deepwater Horizon yeah so like proper serious true story films but they're never going to be nominated for Academy overlooked. Awards. Yeah, because I think I the think, over, only yeah. other film other than The Departed that I can think of recently was um, oh, what was the film with Christian Bale? Boxing film. Oh, The Fighter. The Fighter. Yeah, that's the only other Mark yeah, Wahlberg film that, that yeah. I can think. But I don't think he was got a nod he wasn't from, even nominated, was he? He wasn't nominated, but Christian Bale, Christian Bale was nominated. Was, yeah. But it was still a film that had, you know. An Oscar, Oscar buzz around yeah. it, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I'm probably glad that they didn't go with the sequel. Yeah, especially as I don't think Scorsese would have done it. There's a lot of films that, and I think somebody else would have done the directing, and it probably wouldn't have had the same. Yeah, it, I think it would have just been quite run of the mill, just a standard police drama. Then it might have looked like a bit of a sellout. Yeah. I think you know you've got it's like Mrs. Doubtfire when they were going to do a sequel to Mrs. Doubtfire, and yeah. it was Robin Williams that said no. Yeah, you know, unless you've got you've, a, unless there's genuinely a story there to tell. Yeah, don't try and force one. No, because then it just yeah you ruin the first one. Then yeah, definitely you do, you do. It kind yeah. of you end up with Blues Brothers two thousand. Yeah, which was like why. There wasn't any need for Why it, was Dan there? Do that? Yeah, there wasn't any need. It was basically Blues Brothers, but in 2000, wasn't it? Yeah. But just without, without John Belushi. Without Belushi, who was the... Yeah. Yeah. So, that so, was your trivia. So that was my trivia. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think that's a good last 
bit of trivia it ties there. in it does tie in because we're going from that sequel into the equal sequel wars so anyone who hasn't heard our show before um, and they don't know what the equal sequel wars is um, basically Tom and myself are going to be given four different things um, an event a location a profession and an object uh, and we have to tie it in to a sequel for the film that we've been discussing. So this week is The Departed. Um, so Tom has got four envelopes there, all with different opportunities. Opportunities is to, a lovely word for it. Yeah, for us to use in our sequel. So uh, Tom, what are you going to be opening first? Uh, so I'm going to go for a profession. So Tom's going for the profession. So people know that it is randomly selected. It is, yeah. Because I don't want people to think that we're making this up. Yeah. Well, we are making it up. The profession is a ballerina. Ballerina. Okay. Uh, I'm now doing the location. And the location is a theme park. Okay. I'm now going to pick the object. And the object is... A potato masher. Fantastic. Oh, actually, yeah, okay. And then the event. <laughs> is a shootout. <laughs> okay. Okay. So shootout, potato masher, theme park, ballerina. Do you want to go first? Uh, I'll go first, yeah. So, The Departed 2. Is that what it's going to be called? So that's what it's going to be called. Right, okay. This time it's personal. Wait, wait a minute. So is it is it the departed two this time it's personal? Yeah. <laughs> You've just gone from actually possible Oscar to now no straight Oscar. to DVD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so starring Steven Seagal. Oh, good choice. Mm. Steven Seagal. Yeah, good choice for straight to DVD. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously I might go with does the he, idea of Does he play a potato, Steven Seagal? Yeah, he gets about mashed. To get mashed. <laughs> So I'm going to go with the Mark Wahlberg idea. Okay. So I'm going to do the spin-off sequel with Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Because obviously we have no idea where that would have gone. So I'm going to, Well, we're about to find out. We're going to find out now. Okay. So Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. He's pretty much the only survivor. Yeah. From The Departed. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah, we haven't thought this through, have we? <laughs> a sequel to The Departed. <laughs> it's only just... Suddenly just twigged. <laughs> Realising yeah. everybody dies. Yeah. So no wonder he turned around and said Mark Wahlberg was going to be the main character of the next yeah. film. Only, Spoiler alert. <laughs> only person who could have been. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So Mark Wahlberg, after everything that happened in The Departed, yeah. it's too much for him. Yeah. Way too much. He's stressful. Thinks, you know, the life of a police officer is not that glamorous. Mm. It's a lot of dead people. And... I think I'm going to quit. So quit the quit force. with the what? Quit doing this? Or you mean? Oh, this is part of the film. Part of the film. It doesn't quit the film. Oh, I thought you meant you were going to quit doing the podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Do you know what? I quit. It's I can't not as glamorous. Asked. Can't be asked with this anymore. Where's that kid with my latte? <laughs> yeah, I know. Been waiting for that latte for about <laughs> fucking four years. So he thinks, oh well, obviously still needs to bring in the money. I've got a wife and kids to support. Mm. What I've always wanted to do. Who plays his wife? Um, Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz. She needs the work. <laughs> uh, 
And she's, you know, she's you Spanish. Better well. hope that Javier Bardem's not listening to this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Mark Wahlberg thinks, you know, I've always wanted to be a ballerina. Yeah. It's been my dream. But growing up in Boston, mm. you know, being a ballerina is not an option. You, if no. you're a guy, you've got to be tough. Yeah, of course. There's only certain professions you can do if you're a Boston kid. Yeah. And I didn't really want to be a policeman. Bartender? Or a bartender. Okay. Sweep. My sweep dad, the roads. Like all Boston police officers, that was what my dad did. That was yeah. what my granddad did. Yeah. Felt forced into it. Right. But, you know. Police forced into police it. Police forced into it. But, you know, I've been watching a bit of Billy Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, why should I do what my dad does? Yeah. Why don't I follow my dreams? And maybe, like in that film, <laughs> my father will support me. Yeah. And oh, I can he, become he, a successful I'm guessing he won't to begin with. He won't to begin with. Who plays the dad? Um, probably someone like Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's going to play Mark up. Wahlberg's dad? Aged up, yeah. Okay. Motion capture. A bit Vin like Groot. Vin Diesel. Guardians of the Galaxy. Vin Diesel. Because <laughs> he's got to be quite sort of gruff, very deep, booming voice. Right. <laughs> so Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Okay. But this is like a motion capture dad. Right, yeah. So they've made him look old. Why Why not just get an older actor, though? Because uh, this is definitely straight to DVD. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's more funny with Vin Diesel. Yeah, okay, all right. So he's... He goes to a ballerina school yeah. and applies. Right. But they say, oh, you know, we'd love to take you in. You've got the skills and that. But the fees are very high. Right. You know, this is like the top ballet school mm. in Boston. <laughs> yeah. Because they have many in Boston. How old is he at this point? What, Mark? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Was he in his 40s? Late 40s? <laughs> So they're going to take on some guy who's never... Yeah, well, he's got the skills. He's obviously been practising all these 40s. years. They've watched, he's How done like the little what's audition the, thing. What's the kind of like realistic lifespan of a ballerina, like professionally? professionally I don't mean I don't mean in their life, but I mean... For, I don't know, 10 years? But starting at a young age, I'm guessing. Yeah, so... Maybe starting at 16. So you reckon 16, maybe, maybe 30s? Maybe 30, yeah. Yeah. So he's starting... At, Very similar in to a normal athlete. So he's... Starting in his late 40s. He's starting in his 40s. Yeah. To, to hey, it's never too late to start. Well, it is. If he's, you're, not, he's not... It is if, you, if, if the lifespan ends in the 30s. <laughs> yeah, but he's going to break the norm, isn't he? He's going to show people. Because he gets a lot of hate. He gets people saying, oh, no, you can't be a ballerina now. You're too old. He's like, well, I'm going to show you. Yeah. I'm going to show gonna you that. I'm going to prove that I can be a ballerina at this age. Okay. So he does a whole audition thing like... Um, in flash dance, okay, and they're like, "Wow, you're." What well, he actually does the dance. He from, does the dance from flash from dance, flash dance, dressed in the leotard and the leg warmers. Yeah, that's an image I didn't want to. <laughs> so they say to him, "You're really good. Yeah, you've got the talent, but it's going to cost you." I'd love to take you on at this school, but it's very expensive. Mm. And he thinks, "Well, I could ask my dad." Yeah, but that's quite dodgy because he's probably going to say no. Yeah. Because he doesn't want me being a ballerina. He doesn't even Has know. Has he not yet. got... I mean, he, he he was in a pretty, you know, good role with the force. I'm sure he's earning pretty decent yeah, money. You know, Would he not have the money to be able to afford to go himself? He's got savings, but he still needs to keep himself... Dad, can I have some pocket money to go ballet? He still needs to ballet? keep himself going through the school. Right. So he's passing uh, an old theme park. 
they're yeah. looking for people. Right. So he gets a job at yeah. the theme park. Okay. And he's having a good time there. He's making friends. Mm. Showing off his ballet skills. Yeah. Telling them, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a ballerina. I just need to earn a bit more money. Mm. And then I'm going to join their school. Mm. And they're like, ah, that's really good. It's good that you're following your dreams. Because mm. I've got dreams, but I'm stuck in this theme park. Who's that? So this will be one of the other employees. Right. And they want to be a potato masher. They want to be a potato masher? Yeah. That's their dream? They're their dream. Are they Irish? But, yes. <laughs> so they want to be the guy... Or is Boston. They want to be the guy that mashes potatoes for the sort of pre-made mashed potato that they sell. Right. He wants to be the guy that just mashes all the potatoes because he just loves mashing potatoes. Yeah. He just does it in his spare time. Yeah. Sometimes he'll just go home... And just mash some, some potatoes. Get some potatoes on the pot. Yeah. Get them boiling and then just start mashing them down. <laughs> then throw them away. If only people could see... <laughs> People could see your action that you were using for potato mashing mashing. potatoes. By the way, that the action that Tom's using for mashing potatoes is not how you mash potatoes. You mash potatoes like that. I can do it one-handed. Yeah, but you don't do it like that. Well, he's a quick masher. (laughs) Yeah, but what from the side? No, I was doing it like that. (laughs) Yeah, right. So he wants to be a professional potato masher. Yeah. But he thinks that's never going to happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Like, it's a hard job to get into. No one's ever going to. So I'm stuck here in this theme park. He didn't think of so. working in a fucking, like, a restaurant somewhere. No. That didn't cross no, his mind. didn't cross his mind. Oh, he's a theme little bit park. Dim. That's he's how I'm going to get. He's a little bit dim. Yeah. So Mark Wahlberg says to him, look, you can make your dreams come true. you just got to follow them. You've just got to push. Yeah. Make them happen. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe smash your way right through in smash, the... smash your way to a masher. Yeah, so the guy's like, oh, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, meanwhile, this group of criminals, they're gonna rob the theme park. Theme parks make a shit ton of money. Yeah. Even in a day, it, yeah. they make a lot of money. Yeah. So they think we're gonna rob the theme park. Right. A lot of open space. A lot of people there. Yeah. We can rob the place, blend in pretty quickly. Yeah. Lose any people that are following us, police or anything. Yeah. So they go and they're going to rob the theme park. Mark Wahlberg overhears this. Mm. He's like, oh shit, I'm going to rob the theme park. You need to do something. Okay. So he tells his friend, and they're like, look, we need to get together. We need to stop this from happening. We could be heroes. Also, what was the, the title of your film again? The Party 2. Yeah. This time it's personal. How is it personal? Well, because he's doing this. For his own personal gain. Okay, good. To be All a ballerina. Right. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so he says to him, look, we need to do that. We need to stop these guys. Okay. And we could be heroes. And maybe your dream of becoming a potato masher could come true. Mm. And my dream of being a ballerina could come true. Right. And the other guy's like, I don't know. I don't want to get involved in this. I could die. Yeah. It's a bit risky. These guys have got guns and that. It's like, look, I used to be a cop. I can handle... These guys, I just need a bit of help. Right. I need you to be my owl. <laughs> yeah. I just need you there supporting yeah. me. Yeah. From a distance. With your potato masher. <laughs> With your potato masher. <laughs> right. So Mark Wahlberg takes on these guys. He turns into a massive shootout. Right. Bullets flying everywhere. One Bullets of being deflected by the potato masher. Deflected by the potato masher. But then... One of the bullets goes stray and it hits the guy that wants to be a potato masher. Oh shit! He's down on the ground and he's he's bleeding out and he's dying. 
Oh no. Mark Wahlberg manages to finish off all the guys. Yeah. That are trying to rob the place. He runs over to the other guy. He's like, Oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you I'm gonna get you through this, you're gonna live, you're gonna live, you're gonna be a potato masher. Yeah. You're gonna do this. But the guy dies. Oh shit. Mark yeah. Wahlberg thinks shit. I, I brought this upon him. Hmm. I did this to him. But now I'm gonna use him as more of an incentive to make my dreams happen of becoming a ballerina. Wait, why? Because he wants to do it for him. He wants he to could be... never follow his dreams. Well, no, because if, he's if he wanted to do it for him, he'd become a potato masher. He doesn't want to be a potato masher. <laughs> so he's he selfish. That, he knows it's a shit job. He's selfish. He's humouring um... the guy. But really, he wants to be a ballerina, but he wants to do it for him. <laughs> well, he doesn't want to be a ballet, but that's bullshit. <laughs> So Fuck he, you, Mark so he ends you up fucking selfish he gets, prick. He gets supported. But all he's done is he's killed him. He's, he's killed, killed. He's killed an innocent guy in a theme park who wanted to be a potato masher <laughs> because he's getting too fucking egotistical. I didn't say the character was likable. No, he's fucking. He, he's not. So, he's not likable in the first film. He's no, a he's prick. not. Yeah. So he gets rewarded for saving the theme park. Yeah. And they give him a load of money. Unbelievable. And he, get, he then uses that money to pay for his. Ballet school. Uh, well, surely he should use that money to to, to, to support the family who have just lost their potato mashing kid. The guy wanted to be a potato masher. He doesn't have any family. <laughs> I'm talking about his mum, dad, uh, possible siblings. They've passed on. What his siblings? He's a lonely child. Yeah. Lonely child or only child? <laughs> only. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so then he pays for his fees, becomes right. a ballerina, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. That's how it ends. That's a happy it. ending. Right. Yeah. Okay. That is definitely straight to DVD. Uh, okay. Uh, right. So, Departed to um, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. The Departed to Electric Boogaloo. Uh, it starts with Alec Baldwin. Okay. Because yeah. he also survived. He's still alive, yeah. From the first film, um, and it's basically Alec Baldwin doing interpretive dance throughout the whole film. So it's basically it's, there's no actual, it's not there's no dialogue. There's no dialogue. It's, it's all done. It's just all done through dance. Um, Already, so I want to see this film. Alec Baldwin doing ballet. Alec Baldwin basically dressed up as a ballerina, yeah, doing interpretive dance, explaining the first film of The Departed. Okay. So he's he's acting out the first film. So he's doing it, and Mark Wahlberg is joining him on the decks, <laughs> yeah. doing some disco music. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So picturing it in my head. So Mark Wahlberg playing disco tunes um, as Marky Mark, mm. while Alec Baldwin does interpretive dance. And so he's dressed up like Marky Mark. He's dressed up as Marky Mark uh, with his DJ equipment. Um, and um, and he plays some like he he starts playing songs from Dirty Dance and stuff as well and okay. other tracks. Yeah. So he'll he'll chuck a bit of disco in, then he'll go fifties and that. So you got the um, and then he has this bit in his routine where he lifts up a potato masher and then puts on do the mashed potato mashed potato do the twist. Do it like that, right? Yeah. So they all lift up a mashed potato. So everyone, when they walk in um, to the uh, what would you call it, the 
auditorium mm. um, gets handed a potato masher so they can is this, all so join are in. we watching is this in the film the auditorium is in the film in the film so we're watching, You're watching an audience film, watching an audience Alec watching yeah okay watching Alec Baldwin so it's like Gogglebox yeah kind of but more yeah so, so cinema Gogglebox well no because the the audience are in the film they're actors yeah yeah. Yeah. No, we're not watching a real audience. We're watching. We're watching a film. Uh, well, an audience watching of actors. Yeah. Watching <laughs> watching Alec Baldwin dance, okay. dance ballet dancing. Okay. And interpretive dancing to Marky Mark while everyone raises potato yeah, mashes in the air. Yeah. Um, to him explaining what happened in the first film. Okay. Um. So. This goes on for probably the first ten minutes or so. I think it's like two hours. No, <laughs> this happens for the first ten minutes. Yeah. Okay, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, gunshots. Okay. Yeah. Everything goes weird. Everybody's looking around, screaming. The potato mashers get chucked on the floor instantly. You just hear a massive <laughs> clatter of potato mashers being dropped to the. F- floor yeah the the decks does that little kind of noise yeah. scratching noise like to a halt Alec Baldwin he's looking around he doesn't know what to do he's, he's up on stage he's vulnerable yeah he's not sure Marky Mark he, he goes underneath his decks to take cover but, yeah. but Baldwin has no idea what's going on in walks Jack Nicholson Ray Winstone the rest of his crew, yeah. shooting up the place. Yeah. And Bob was, oh, I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead. What the hell's going on? Like that. And then from the side, uh, Martin Sheen goes, you did this. You did this to us. Yeah. Like that. And then Baldwin's like, what the fuck is going on? Like that. And he's just about to get shot and he wakes up. It's not. It's all a dream. It was all a dream. It was all a crazy, fucked up dream. Okay. So that's how it how the film starts, okay, okay. That, that that scene. Um and then Baldwin then phones Mark Wahlberg and he's like, I'm i I'm still you know I'm still getting these these nightmares about the departed. Does uh, he say that? The, the departed. Yeah. And he goes, And then he goes the and then and then Mark Wahlberg <laughs> then replies and goes, I'm getting these bad feelings about the departed too. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Right? He goes, I'm getting these nightmares as well, man. And then uh, then he goes, I think that's why we both had to quit the force. Because, you know, we just couldn't deal with, you know... The stress. The stress and yes. everything that's going on. So Alec Baldwin goes, well, what are you doing to take your mind off of it all? And Mark Wahlberg said, I've... I'm not really doing anything. I'm I'm basically wasting my life. I spend the majority of my time just hanging out at a theme park that's near to me. Yeah. He said, look, rather than being on your own and stuff, I know your wife left you and everything, you know, after, after everything that happened, you know, um, and my wife left me as well. So I've, I've literally got nothing to live for right now. Like may as well just hang out together at this theme park and just, waste our fucking time while we try and figure out what the fuck we're going to do next basically okay. so 
Alec Baldwin goes, well, fuck it, you know, I'm, I'm no better off than what I was before. Yeah. You know, so, um, so he had, he goes, why not? So they head off and they're, they're talking and they kind of like, at first, you know, it's, it's a bit quiet and everything, you know, not much conversation and stuff, but then they start reminiscing of like the good times and stuff and like old police stories and that and different crimes that they they solved and everything together and then they you know and they're they're joking along and stuff and end up having a good time drinking a few beers and everything Um, and then they obviously start dwelling again on the people that they've lost like DiCaprio and and Martin Sheen and everything like that then Wahlberg starts getting really angry because he's then thinking of Matt Damon and you know the prick that he was in the first film and stuff and like it was his fault that people ended up getting killed and yeah stuff. um so so they they're having you know they're bonding you know more because they didn't in the first film they didn't necessarily see eye to eye you know no yeah the whole time and that they're different they their differences aside yeah yeah and you know they realized that even though they were different cops and different kinds of people they're actually you know they get on well outside of work yeah. and stuff and you know they can put their differences aside that they had before um, and it just happens that while they're at this theme park on one of the days um, there's these these criminals that come in so similar to what okay. happened in your film okay. yeah. um, apart from these criminals they're not out to rob the theme park they're out to kill Mark Wahlberg and Alec Baldwin. Oh, so okay. This, they're actually there yeah. to kill them. And you find out that uh, the reason that they're out to kill them is the um, the main guy is Jack Nicholson's brother. <laughs> and um, he's played by... Jeremy Irons. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's played by... Um... Nicholas Cage. No. No, who's Joe Pesci? Good? No, 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 no. Um, John Voight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So John Voight is is Jack Nicholson's brother. Yeah. Um, and he's got his own team <clears throat> of 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 people. Um, Nicholas Cage is one of his team. Right. Okay. Um, and he's and he's also got on his team Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. So Mark Wahlberg then realises, shit, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, you're my brother and stuff like that. And he, yeah. he finds out that Donnie Wahlberg all these years was really pissed off because he always wanted to be a cop. But it, but his, their mum and dad had paid all the money for Mark to succeed. Okay. And Donnie never had. Yeah. Um, so he then wants... He's pissed off and John Voight's managed to get into his head and brainwash him into being on his side um, and Nicolas Cage is just a fucking crazy loon so there's a big shootout and stuff at, at, you know in the theme park um, Nicolas Cage gets killed yeah um, and um, and Baldwin's been shot um, but he's not, not Baldwin. Baldwin's been shot but he's, n- he's not dead but he, he is on the floor, he's, he's out, like yeah. there's nothing he can do. And, and Wahlberg's obviously going over to see how, how he is. And then at that point, John Voigt is coming up behind Wahlberg and he's just about to, to shoot him and then Donnie Wahlberg kills John Voigt. 
okay. and realizes that you know what the hell family family first brother, man. man and he's like blood's thicker than water you know and then and then that's how it ends so nice. that's the yeah departed yeah, departed to electric boogaloo they embrace in a brotherly hug yeah like the end of warrior yeah yeah, it's like that. I love you, man. And as Baldwin's lying on the floor. <laughs> Come in, ambulance. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That's nice. That's, that's it. That's, that's how nice it ended. So, uh, yeah. So, um, so, yeah. I think we managed to do everything. Shoot out Potato Masher, Theme Park and Ballerina. I think we came up with a better sequel than they could have done. I think so. Yeah. Um, I think yours is definitely straight if, to DVD and mine's straight to VHS <laughs> if Wahlberg wants to get in touch we, yeah. can, we can get this written we can we can, we can certainly do it um, don't know if it's John Voigt's bag but um, I think John Voigt will probably do it right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. doesn't have much in the way of street cred at the moment no since supporting Donald Trump <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, <laughs> let's get away from fantastic uh, fantastic uh, time that we just spent talking shit there. yeah um, and look towards next week next week it's um, going to be a good one it is I'm looking forward to we're going to be talking about the uh, Reservoir Dogs Reservoir Dogs um, we've already this week said who we'd cast if we were recasting yeah. Reservoir yeah. Dogs so it'd be interesting uh, to see who was actually in the film next week. Yes. <laughs> if uh, if anyone doesn't know and hasn't seen Reservoir Dogs, watch the film, and then next it week when you when yeah. you listen to the podcast, it will all make sense. It will. Um, what song would you like? To there's um, in the Departed. There's I can't remember who sings it now. Oh, the Dropkick Murphys. Oh yeah, that's a good uh, song. Shipping up to Boston. Yeah, that's a good song. That's one that stood out to me. I also, uh, just um, because the Rolling Stones, Rolling Stones are... Gimme Shelter. Gimme Shelter. One yeah. of the greatest bands. I thought we'd go Rolling Stones. Yeah? Yeah. Let's go with the Stones. Great intro. Boom. We'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>